Hello and welcome to This Week in the IndieWeb Audio Edition for the week of April 1st through 7th, 2017. This Week in the IndieWeb is a weekly digest of activities in the IndieWeb community at IndieWeb.org. It contains recent and upcoming events, posts from Indie News, and a summary of wiki edits. This Week in the IndieWeb is sent out on Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, with this audio edition appearing the following day. You can find the web edition of This Week in the IndieWeb, including all links and an archive of all past editions, at IndieWeb.org this-week. Events Homebrew Website Club is a bi-weekly meetup of people passionate about or interested in creating, improving, building, and designing their own website. Most meetings take place every other Wednesday from 6.30pm to 7.30pm, with an optional quiet writing hour from 5.30pm to 6.30pm beforehand. Homebrew Website Club took place on April 5th in five cities, including Berlin, London, Bellingham, Portland, and San Francisco. As always, you can find photos and links to notes from the meetups in the newsletter. The next regularly scheduled Homebrew Website Club meeting is April 19th, with Baltimore, Maryland confirmed so far. If you're an organizer, please remember to update the wiki with information about your venue, times, and how to RSVP. And remember, you can always find info about the next upcoming Homebrew Website Club meetups at IndieWeb.org next-hwc. Interested in starting a Homebrew Website Club in your city? It can be as simple as grabbing a friend and heading to your favorite coffee shop, bar, living room, or any other meeting place. You can find plenty of information about Homebrew Website Club, including tips for how to organize your own, at IndieWeb.org hwc. Tickets are now available for Indie Web Camp Bellingham, scheduled to take place May 4th and 5th at The Foundry in Bellingham, Washington. You can find details about the event, including how to RSVP, at 2017.indieweb.org Bellingham. Also, the dates have been announced for the 2017 Indie Web Summit, which is scheduled to take place June 24th and 25th in Portland, Oregon, following the Open Source Bridge Conference there. You can find details about the event, including how to RSVP, at 2017.indieweb.org. All IndieWeb events are volunteer-run, so if you are interested in helping organize, getting the word out, finding sponsors, and more, let us know in the chat at chat.indieweb.org. Podcasts Two episodes of This Week in Google were tagged this week as being IndieWeb-related. This Week in Google, episode 266 from September 2014, discusses the IndieWeb principles and ideas, as well as the Known Project. And This Week in Google, episode 398 from March 2017, discusses the 100 Days of IndieWeb Project, starting at about 98 minutes into the episode. And now, a selection of this week's updates from the IndieWeb Wiki at IndieWeb.org. Community and Concepts Some new pages and updates were created about health and fitness tracking, including HealthKit, an iOS framework for collecting health-related data such as sleep quality, heart rate, step counts, and more from the Apple Watch and other iOS devices, Health, an iOS app that allows users to track HealthKit data over time, Granola, an iOS library for developers which serializes HealthKit data into JSON formats, and Open mHealth Schemas, a set of standardized JSON formats for health-related data, possibly useful for indie web developers. The Read page was updated with an example from Gregor Morrill, who tracks his book reading behavior with local ISBN pages on his own site. 
ISBN, or International Standard Book Number, also received a page, including IndieWeb examples of keeping ISBN URLs on your own site and using them to redirect to external resources. For example, Tantek Chelik runs a service at ASIN.cc which can convert ISBNs into Amazon Standard Identification Numbers, making it possible to turn an ISBN into a link to the book on Amazon. The accessibility page was updated with some considerations about accessibility in physical environments. Links to several resources on event planning for accessibility can now be found on this page. The How to Sponsor page has been updated with some new info on how to sponsor the IndieWeb community and its events. A new sponsorship prospectus is available in PDF form to send to potential event sponsors. Also added was a link to the IndieWeb Open Collective campaign at opencollective.com IndieWeb. This allows folks to become monthly supporters of the IndieWeb community to help pay for event and travel costs, as well as infrastructure such as hosting costs for the IndieWeb wiki. Services and Organizations A new page was created for the iOS app Clips. Clips allows users to create video stories similar to those popularized by Snapchat. Clips is not directly integrated with any particular social network, and instead allows users to share to any network or simply save the video to their device for sharing elsewhere, such as their own site. The Mastodon page received several updates this week as the federated social network Mastodon.social became extremely popular, resulting in the main instance of the site closing registration to new members. Among these updates were links to a motherboard article about Mastodon from a user's perspective, as well as a piece about the history of GNU Social, the original software upon which Mastodon.social is based. The page for the Akismet anti-spam web service was updated with examples of IndieWeb community members using it to filter spam on their own sites. It was also noted that the IndieWeb-friendly software Known has a plugin that supports Akismet for fighting comment spam. The Site Deaths page has a new entry. It was announced on March 31st that Microsoft's CodePlex software collaboration service will be shutting down in October of this year. A link to the announcement, including the shutdown plan, can be found on the Site Deaths page. IndieWeb Development A new page has been created for Abode, an IndieWeb personal website implementation by Eddie Hinkle for his website at eddiehinkle.com. The software uses Node.js and a GitHub account to build a static website. The source code for the project can be found on GitHub. A link was added to the Markdown page to an article from CSSTricks.com entitled Little Stuff About Markdown I Always Forget and Have to Google by Chris Coyer. The article contains several tips, tricks, and gotchas that should be interesting to developers in the IndieWeb community who enjoy using Markdown. And finally, updates are in progress to clean up the projects and tools pages on the wiki. These serve as good landing points for developers interested in jumping in and implementing IndieWeb building blocks on their own sites. That's going to do it for this week. Thank you for listening. This English version of This Week in the IndieWeb, audio edition, was read and produced by Marty McGuire. If you have suggestions for improving this audio edition of the newsletter, please feel free to contact Marty in the IndieWeb chat. Or you can find him online at martymcgui.re. Content for this audio edition is provided by This Week in the IndieWeb and the Indie News Service, which are provided by Aaron Parecki. Music for this episode included the tracks Day 48, Glitch, Day 49, Floating, Day 9, and Day 11 of Aaron Parecki's The 100 Days of Music Project. 
Find out more at aaronparecki.com slash tag slash 100 days of music. Learn more about the IndieWeb at IndieWeb.org and join the discussion via Slack, IRC, or the web at chat.indieweb.org. <laughs>